Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. Deserve. You deserve the glory and the
You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're a faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. What an awesome, 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 awesome. Did I, did I say enough awesome God we serve? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. What a great blessing the Lord allow us to share his word, his revelation tonight. My brother and my sister, amen. Thank you, Lord. I hope everyone can hear us fine. I hope our voice, our, 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 our audio are sounding good. You can hear us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister Regina. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. God, God is good. And his love endure forever, my brother and my sister. Amen. His plan are coming to pass because our Father, our God, is still on the throne. And he's bringing to pass his plan that he had planned before the foundation of this earth. And we are part of that plan, my brother and sister. Shalom, the Lord's servants. Amen. So, amen, Arlie, Robert. Thank you, brother. Shalom. God is good. God, God is good. Amen. We're going to share um, his words and his revelation, as Jesus said to me, walking in heaven. Share with them my word. 
in my revelation, he says. I said, yes, Lord. Amen. So that's exactly what we are going to share. God is good, my brother and sister. He always give us. I hear what my brother Tony. Let me introduce my brother Tony. Amen. Amen. Don't want to forget that. That's important. God always give us what we need and nothing less and even more. He knows our need. He knows uh, how we feel, where we are, what we're going through. He said he will not leave us. He says he will not forsake us. And we can always trust his promise, my brother and my sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We can always trust him in his promise. And his promise are always faithful. Because faithful is him that is upon the throne. My brother and sister, the one who died for us is the one who cares. That's how Jesus showed his love for each one of us, by dying for us. He's, he's showing to us how much he cares. He didn't thought it twice to go to the cross and die. Was it necessary for him to die? That's been a question that probably people for thousands of years have been asking themselves. That he needed to die. Well, in order to rescue us, he did, because he is the Lamb of God. He is the Lamb of God. So, you know, we say yes because he was the Lamb, but that he had a choice is the question. What do you think, Rizzoni? <clears throat> yeah, I was I was meditating on this earlier today, and, and it's, uh, you know, I was just, just thinking, the, the, it, you know, where he rescued us, you know, and, and the only way we can come to God with it is with the sacrifice, right? And he's the, the, the like the Bible says, the, the once and for all, you know, the eternal sacrifice. <clears throat> and so, and that's, uh, you know, if Father's going to, you know, he asked us, right, you know, by what means do you come to me? And, you know, we got to have an answer, you know, and it's through through Christ, you know. And, and I was thinking about this today, and it's really touching, you know, because it's uh, that's the core of the New Testament. You know, that's the core of, of, of all this. It's the reason... You know, we have hope is 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 because of because of what he did. You know, that's the whole core of the New Testament. You know, Paul said, you know, talked about this, and he said he preached the message, the message of the cross, because that that was his message. You know, he began with that, and and he finished with that message, the message of the cross, and and that's that's the whole point. You know, that's the whole uh, that is the that is the like you say that's. That's the reason we can come to Father, you know. Thank that's, you, Lord. That's the, mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing, you know. Let's pray for the people yeah. uh, that are trying to lock in and having problems. This, this sometimes it's happening. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, Lord, take control of the program in everyone's life. Let them come under the blood of Jesus, shed on Calvary. In Jesus' name, we bind the strong men, all hindrance, bear for north to south, east to west, up and down in Jesus' name. Lords and billions and trillions of words, angels, archangels, as Psalm 91 said, that you will send your angels to a cup around us to protect us. So keep us in their hands from stone, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, protect us. Keep us, Lords and billions of ministering angels also tonight, Lord. Anointing angels tonight with olive oil from heaven. In Jesus' name, anoint every home, every house, 
Let every curse be broken under the blood of Jesus, under the power of the Calvary, of the cross, in Jesus' name. We claim deliverance, victory tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Bless everyone listening, Lord. Bless them in Jesus' name tonight, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you. We thank you, Jesus. Speak to us through our life tonight, Lord. Tonight, hallelujah, we want to uh, start in the book of Joel 3. Joel 3. I know I promised Zechariah 14. I might have to get back to you even on Sunday on that. For some reason, something is always coming up. My brother and sister, I'm going to explain to you why the certain things are happening. Thank you, Lord. I received a revelation even this morning, which has to do with what we'll be talking about, my brother and sister. But it says in the Good News Translation Bible, the Lord, this is God will judge the nation is the title of this word. Job 3, God will judge the nation. According to the uh, Good News Translation Bible, you will notice that I will go from one Bible to another, King James. Geneva, hallelujah. But the Lord says at that time, talking about the end time, I will restore the prosperity of Judah and Jerusalem. I will gather all the nations, and I will bring them to the valley of judgment. My brother and sister, that's the, that's the Armageddon valley. This is, this is what, where we read that the mountain in, in, in Zechariah, so the, the, the vibe one to the, South, one to the east and one to the to the west. This south, I believe they say, and and in that valley that will be created from the division of the mountain, which I didn't realize and saw this way after I read it in Zechariah. I didn't know that the valley, if you go there now, there's not a valley there. The valley was formed when Jesus stepped on the mountain. The land divides into one part of the mountain goes one way, the other part of the mountain goes the other way. And it will be a flat valley. The Lord is going to create the valley of Armageddon. That's why I had so many problems for many years, okay, understanding that I read the valley, the valley, the valley. And then after I went to Zechariah, my brother and sister, that's when I realized and said, oh, wow, uh, the valley, hallelujah, my brother and sister, is the Lord that is going to... Uh, uh, Make the valley. Look, Zechariah 14, 4. His feet shall stand on the day upon the mountains of Olive, okay, which is before Jerusalem on the east. It even indicates where it is. And if you look at the map of Israel right now, there is not a valley there but a mountain at the east. Right now, on the map, right now, 2024. Right now, I see the map, okay? And people that have visited Jerusalem know it's there, just the way the Bible says. And these, in the Mount of Olives, you cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the south. Okay? And there should be a very great valley. So, is the valley there, there yet, Brother Tony? It says uh, there shall be. Uh... What does it mean that it shall be? That means it's not there yet, right? Right. It's going to, it's going to be. be. I didn't know this. Mm. I didn't. I kept reading about the valley of Armageddon, but I thought the valley was already there. It's not there yet. Mm. The Lord is going to cause this to happen. Yeah. He's the beginning. He's the end, brother Tony. 
Yeah. We're going to keep finding out that he's the beginning and he's the end. Nothing happened without the Lord. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it should be a great valley, half of the mountain. Look how it's going to happen. Half of the mountain to remove toward the north and half of the mountain toward the south. But who's the one bringing this body or making this body come forward? Jesus. Isn't that incredible what's in the the Word of God? I'm amazed when I read the Word and I find these things, these golden diamonds of the Word of God, and I say, wow, wow. His wisdom is better than diamonds and ruby, says Proverbs. Wow. The Lord is bringing the valley, causing the, the mountain to divide to the south, to the to the south, to the north, and half to the south. It's dividing it in two and going this way, opening up, and then you got your body. And that's where he's going to fight all the enemy. That, that, that is, only the Lord can do this. So I will gather all the nations, bring into the valley a judgment. Look what the title of the valley is, Brother Tommy. Yeah. I know people say the Armageddon, which is okay. Yeah. But the title of this valley is the valley of judgment, the Lord says. Yeah. Why, Brother Tony, is the valley of judgment? That's where he's going to judge all those that come against. All the nations. Yeah. All the nations, including the United States. All the nations. Yeah. All the nations. Remember that the Gentile are going to trap the food in Jerusalem for 42 months. But when Messiah come, he's going to put an end to that. But in this body, Russia, China, England, something happened this week with, 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 the, with the leader, was Emmanuel Macron, from France, from England. I'm sorry, I think now. England. So England? Friends, 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 friends. Okay. The Pope, who is the full prophet, the Lord says to me, appointed him to like be in the, like unto the second beast. I found weird something about him last year, 2023, when United States and all these countries had all these problems with China. He went to see President Jinping in China like a lamb of peace for the nation. He was representing NATO in the United States. And then he came to the United States to Congress to give an account for what had happened. And I was like, what? I didn't know he was the second beast on the earth that the Bible talks about. In Revelation 13, you got the abomination, first beast, and then the second beast. My crumb is chips. Emmanuel is God. Chips. Fallen God ships, fallen angel ships, RFID, he represents, his name represents. His name represents fallen RFID ships, fallen angel ships, Emmanuel Macron. Someone was given the explanation, the, the interpretation of his name. I believe it was in Hebrew. And I was like, almost falling back on my chair. We, he's been on the news for years, and no one ever saw that. But God reveals everything in his right timing, my brother and sister. He's young enough. He, he fits. 
my brothers and sisters, his name represents the RFID, the ship of the beast that's going to be used in the last days. My brothers and sisters. And then the, the first one is the abomination, Obama, which a lot of people totally disagree with me back in 2013 when I came out, when, I, when the Lord, I asked the Lord if he, who, if he was the one. He was running for president. I asked the Lord to see who it was. The Lord said it was him. And when the Lord pointed him out to me, the Lord showed me, took me in the spirit, took me to him and all that. That he is the, the, the beast of Revelation 13. But the second beast, I didn't know who it was. And to the Lord now, it's, 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 I know who the full prophet is, the Pope, the new Pope now. Everything is falling in place, my brothers and sisters. So again, I will gather all the nations and bring them to the body of judgment. Body of judgment. It, there I will judge them. I, the Lord took me in the spirit to Jerusalem after the first half of the great tribulation. Jesus was standing there, okay, in this mount of God. And I saw the nation coming against Jerusalem, coming against Israel. But the Lord was there, his, 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 like his protection. But not only was he there to protect them, according to the prophet Joel and Zechariah and other prophets, he is there to judge them. As, a, as the judge appointed by God of the living and the dead, as a disciple preached in the book of Acts, he is the judge of the living and the dead. I saw him there. I looked at him. He looked at me. And I'm like, why is it not the Lord destroying the nation first? Like, I mean, because he says, Benjamin here, he's God Almighty. He has all power. He can move ahead and destroy them all. Why is he not doing it yet? And it's because he was there to judge them. And before he can destroy it, he needs to judge them. Like, before you can go to jail, you need to go to court, right? Yeah. It's just, it's the way it is. There I will judge them, he says in, in Joel chapter 3, verse 2. For all that they have done to my people. Okay? And now we can argue who his people are. The Jewish people, yes. But also the church is his people. The church is his people. So everything they've done to us and everything they've done to Israel, okay, God is going to judge them for that. Okay? Jesus is the first witness, isn't he? He's the first witness. So his witness, he says one time that if he, if he, he witnessed of the truth, right? And his witness, what was the word, Brother Tony? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> his witness is... Uh, if he judges, his witness is, is true, right? You can look it up on your phone. Why? Yeah. If he judges, he told his disciple that. Because <clears throat> he is the true witness. And that's important that we 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 rectify ourselves, we we confirm ourselves by the word of what Jesus already said. It's okay to go back and look it up again. I do that all the time because we need to to be confirmed by the word. It says, uh, <clears throat> "Thank you, Lord." If I uh, <clears throat> if I bear witness of myself, my witness uh, 
If I bear witness of myself, my witness, my witness is not true. There is another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesseth of me is true. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he says, even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. There you go. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you do not know where I come from. So even yeah. if he bear witness of himself, yeah. it's true. Right. That's incredible. Because how can, how can you bear witness of yourself? Because when you're being accused in court, because we're talking about judgment now to other nations. When you're being accused in court, you have to have a witness that will support your case. Yeah. But Jesus said that even in his case, if he bear witness, his witness is true. Yeah. And one is because there's no light in him. You know? So that's incredible. Because if we try to bear witness of ourselves, what happens? Yeah, it's, it's, it won't go well. <laughs> <laughs> you think the judge will say, well, well okay, I, I believe you. Yeah. Not necessarily. Thank you, Lord. One, at one time I was being accused in court. This happened literally, really happening. But I cry out to the Lord to be my witness. And for some reason, I was being accused, and I told the judge without any, the other person had a lawyer. I didn't have no lawyer. My lawyer, my lawyer is the Lord. Like, literally, I didn't even have an appointed lawyer from the court. I was defending myself in court. But I have fasted and prayed to the Lord on this case. And I went, this, this really, literally happened, and I told the judge, that I didn't do what I was being excused of and told them what happened. And the judge, God used me or my word and made my testimony true before the, the, the even though the lawyer of the other person was fighting for the other person and telling the judge that the, this, her, the client said this and that, the judge believed my testimony. And the Lord present was with me that day in court. The Lord was there with me. And Jesus made it that with the word I spoken that he given me to speak in court, like he said, you will, they will brought you before judges or they will, and, you know, and the word will be spoken by the Lord through us. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And I received a victory, my brother and sister, that day in court. And there were people there even from the church and they will stand on what the Lord did. God fight for, for us. If you have a case in court, get on your knees and cry out to God and begin to fast and pray. And say, Lord, you fight for me. Vengeance is your Lord, the Bible says. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And begin to pray and begin, because he gave me the victory that day in court. And everyone was stunned that the judge took my word. Without me having a witness, I was my own witness in court. But it was not me, it was the Lord in me, my brothers and sisters. And I remember that victory, and this is why I don't fear court. I don't fear being taken to court like other people. Oh, I'm being taken to court. Oh, no, what am I going to do? No. You know what I fear? Getting on my knees crying out to God and say, Lord, Lord. And when I began to tell this years ago, a lot of people were like, Brother, but how can you? No. 
We should trust the Lord with all thy heart and lead none on our own understanding. Oh, so people say, oh, I know the law. I know the system. I know the Constitution. Trust the Lord to be your lawyer, your judge and lawyer. Remember, he is the judge and he is the lawyer. You want to have the Lord to be in your judge and lawyer in court because he's not going to condemn you. He's going to save you. That's his title, the Savior of the world. Amen. Don't, don't, Don't take down his title. He's still the Savior of the world. Amen. So bring them to the body of judgment. There I will judge them. Now, what happened, Brother Tony, when the Lord judged them? Yeah, they're, uh, you know, uh, well, they're found guilty, you know. Um, that's, uh, their judgment is, uh, is sure. It's true. Yeah. It's settled. It's set. Yeah. Wow. For all they have done to my people. Oh. And obviously, not being specific to my people, Israel, or to my church. He's just saying to my people, because all his people. Yeah. All that have received Christ as the Lord and Savior. They have scattered the Israelite in foreign country. We know that is true. Divided Israel, my land. Is, are they going to divide Jerusalem east and west, according to this word? Yes. They're going to. They parted. They parted. The, the King James said, they parted my land. So for the King James says, they divided Israel my land, he says. They're going to do this. And God, my brother and sister, the Lord is the witness, the true witnesses. He's watching everything, coming as a judge to judge them, all the nations. Because what the U.N. represents, all the nations. That's what the union represents. My brother and my Lord, my God. They threw dice to the side. Now, here is something that the Lord showed me here today that I have not seen before. The Lord took this sister into the Antichrist layer, kingdom, whatever you call it, want to call it, and they were sacrificing children in the secret. And drinking the blood and all that. And I won't say it too loud. Hope no children listen to this. But, I, you know, these are things in secret that you don't know. But look what the Lord says. They, they threw dice to the side. Who will get the captive? Okay. They saw boys and grow into slavery. To pay... For prostitute and wine. They prostitute the young girl and they drink their blood as, as wine. They drink wine and drink blood, both. It's what this woman of God saw. And God says in his word that they threw dice to the side who will get the captives. They saw boys and girls into slavery. Because that's what it is, slavery. You know how they, they tie the hand and fear the slave. And they make them do things they don't want to do. Okay? And so they're using this young lady, this young man, as a bargaining tool, bargaining tool, to pay for prostitute 
and wine. God says in his word, is there anything hidden from him? Is there anything the Lord doesn't know? Because he's showing us in his word he does it. He knows everything. And he spoke about it thousands of years ago, that this is what they would do. And this is what they're doing today, as you and I are speaking in 2024, with our children, 10,000 children being stolen every year in the United States. My brother and sister, every month, I'm sorry. But no one is talking about it because they are a bargaining tool like money. My brother and sister, no one is talking about it. I mention it once in a while in the Lord's Tower, but you hardly hear that in the media. Vaguely. My brother, like it's in God's word already. How can they hide from him who's sitting upon the throne? How? How can they hide, Brother Tony? No, <clears throat> everything is, uh, every, every, you know, like about, uh, everything is, uh, he sees all things, you know. He sees everything. Nothing hides from him. You know, he knows already what's, what's going to happen. He knows, you know, he, he knew, he wrote it, you know, for us to know it's already there, you know, like you say. They're, they're doing this in secret for the church not to know. Yeah. But then God put it in his word for the church to know. Yeah. My Lord, my God. Verse 4. What are you trying to do to me, Tyre and Sidon? I looked up Tyre and Sidon. I wanted to go back in, in, in. But there's a lot of information about Tyre and Sidon. Actually, Tyre and Sidon, when you... Look, and I think as I say, 14, where it talks about Satan. And I think it's Ezekiel when it talks about Satan also. But as I said, 28 and Ezekiel 14. Tyre is, is mentioned. He says, what are you trying to do to me, Tyre and Sidon, and all the fallacia? You are trying to pay me back for something. If you are, I will quickly pay you back. You have taken my silver and gold and carried my richest treasure into your temple. Look what they've done in secret. And God is exposing it in the light of his word. Okay? You have taken the people of Judah and Jerusalem far from their country and sold them to the Greek. Okay? Now I'm going to bring them out of the place to which you have sold them, and I will do to you what you have done to them. I will let your sons and daughters be sold to the people of Judah. They will sell them far off of the Sambi, or Sambins, which is, a, this is another group of people. I also have to look that up because it's like, well, the Sambins. Okay, this, this was another nations. I, I still had to put it together in the map. If, if this is where all that oil, Saudi Arabia, the king of Saudi Arabia, and then come from. Because it sounds to me like when, when you go on Google, right, and you, and you put in there the significance or the meaning of the sun being, immediately uh, it will lead to a nation, and God's very specific to this, because they, they, they are, 
uh, people relating to the, the, the people kingdom of, of Sabbath flourishing south, south and western Arabia, you see, from 950 to 1115, obtaining, <clears throat> I mean, the prime about the the middle of the first millennium, because of the anciently renowned uh, and well trade. So I kept looking around to see if it's related to Shiva, related to Shiva, which it, it, they, these people, according to other prophet, had, uh, I think they said Lice King. So we, we will have to, for the Saudi Arabia and Mediterranean, we will have to really study them even more. But these, these are another type of people, the Salvin. Salvin. Yeah. And it's mentioned there for a purpose because in the last days, I believe these are the people who try to negotiate with Netanyahu. Remember the king of the king of Saudi Arabia coming to Netanyahu before the October 7th last year, trying to negotiate with him. And then because of what happened with Hamas and them, they had, they had not been able to sit at the table and all that. This is very significant. And so as I'm reading this and I'm looking, I'm like, now things are starting to make sense. Okay? I, the Lord, have spoken. Verse 9, make this an announcement among the nations. Prepare for war. Prepare for war, he said. Call your warrior. Call your warrior, he says. Gather all your soldiers and march. Sounds like the month march, but march. Yeah. I wonder if march and march had something to do, but march. Because yeah. <laughs> we were talking about march. Something is coming in march. Yeah. I might I might want to play that audio because it, it, it's the coincidence of things are just too much for me. Yeah. And when I when I hear something that resonates, because I was actually telling Brother Tony about this. Last week, and I said, Brother Tony, something is coming in March. I just, I just cannot put my finger on what it is. Like judgment is coming in March. But I don't know because the Lord had not spoken to me necessarily that this is coming in March, right? So, I, you know, you cannot make conclusion unless, well, the way I, the Lord had led me with everything, I'm not going to make conclusion with things unless I hear the Lord say, well, this is going to happen. But according to this brother that I'm going to play now, okay, he heard the Lord say something coming in March. The Lord speaks at... Okay, I want to play his audio. Downloaded it. Okay, something is coming in March. Okay, and that to me... It's not a coincidence, because I was saying that to Brother Tony. I mentioned it last week. And again, um, thank you, Lord. Am I, do I have the same? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting the audio ready for you to hear it, my brother and sister. But something is coming in March. I forgot the, the name of the message. Something is coming in March. Throne time a foretold, Okay. And and let me tell you, it's close. And so I want I want you to hear what he has to say. We're not setting dates. 
No, that's one thing we talked about here. We're not setting dates. Please don't focus on the dates. But this this cannot be a coincidence because I was talking about it. I said something is coming in March, some type of judgment. And then the Lord showed me that there is a close a week close coming, and I saw a mushroom. Remember that the mushroom, yeah. mushroom cloud. Okay, something is coming. Here's what the Lord says to him. Today, the Lord speaks as follows. Listen closely. Here is a riddle from the throne. Here it is. Majesty enthroned at the throne. Heaven's hosts bow to the throne, prostrate before the Father. They honor, they praise. To the earth they come from heaven's throne. Time foretold, my servants sold their glory above to shame untold. O oh, my people, O oh, my country, O oh, my nation, old glory shall fade away. So proudly we hail, yet profoundly we failed. We became a people who changed our glory to our shame. We changed our God to sell our nation for pleasures untold. Our glorious pride, a treasure of gold, and we sold our soul for money untold. Heaven's decree is now released. Here comes the curse foretold, sent by my father. A flying scroll across the land. A battle from on high. I place my chariot up in the sky. Look now and say it's time. There is judgment from on high. The windows from on high are open. Next. Sorrow and sadness shall prevail, and the Ides of March begin a day of sorrow that brings calamity and judgment. I am seeing March is a significant month. March, March, March. I am seeing also three hours of darkness. March, 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 devastation begins. In March, foul weather patterns. I am seeing the month of March as significant in God's timeline. Remember the word from January of this year? March, March, March. And from February, beware the Ides of March. The Ides of March are sure to come. The signs below will speak so bold. I am seeing March as a time of sorrow, a harbinger of things to come, says the Lord. I am seeing three hours of darkness in a month March. Fixed time of the moon, seventh day following, says the Lord. Next, listen to this phrase. To know God, yet deny his presence, will release his wrath. To know God and proclaim his existence shall release the enemy to silence your voice. Silence their voices, says the Lord. To live is Christ, to die is gain. Here is a riddle to the saints. Here it is. Riddles that rhyme parables in time. The east wind blows from heaven's throne. Two by two I sent them out, only to see them doubt. Returning, they said, we went out and saw power come out. A sinner's doubt Yet I sent them out. And the words of knowledge to consider are 
send them out, says the Lord. Can an axe head float? The donkey shall speak, says the Lord. Here is a riddle unfolding now. Atoning grace my Father has sent appeared in time. At the last my prophet spoke, they searched, inquired at last. Now at last the time unfolds to angel sounds of a trumpet blast. Powers are seated, they shall stand to take a position here at last. Poised, strike a pose, says the Lord. Were you not warned, O nation and people? First the guest, then the pose. Strike together, they suppose. Strike, says the Lord. It's not a coincidence that we were talking about March. And I said, because the Lord last week given me, when I asked the Lord about the sign, he said, there is a week coming. And he's giving me the sign of that mushroom. I don't know where the mushroom, like a bomb, will be in the United States necessarily. Because sometimes you can be standing. I was standing here looking to the west, and I saw that mushroom. But if you keep going straight, it'll lead you to Israel. If you go up across the, the globe, it leads you to Israel. And there are many countries there. And we've been talking about what the Lord spoke about, what's going to be having, happening soon in the wilderness of Iran. War, my brother and sister. War is what's going to be happening there soon. So the mushroom cloud that came up could have come up from there where I saw it in that week. To the heaven, because in the spirit, distance is like it's not even there. You can see. It doesn't matter how far it is. So it can be here in the west, like in Texas or California, or beyond that, Iran. Either way, this, this, but now he says that is what is it? Uh, uh, what did he saw? A curtain over the heavens? He was saying that the Lord showed him. Sharia, I believe he said. A Sharia, like a, a like a curtain. Yeah, it didn't mention something. Yeah. So that's 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 significant now. That's very significant. Yeah. Very that cannot be ignored. And that that the Lord appointed to me, He says to look for that. Like you're gonna see that. Okay, my brother and sister, without giving me a date, He says there's a week coming. He didn't tell me the month or anything, but he, he let me know it's very, very close. Like, this week coming up, it's close. And then I, in my spirit, I felt March, March. I told Brother Tony about it. Then this confirmation Brother Ben sent me. And so now it's like, you know, and then other people are feeling the same like I'm feeling in my spirit. Something is coming in March. Word, I, I believe this word of, of Iran begins really in March, like all in it, like United States all in it. I could be wrong. March may not be the month. But I know that this year, this year I believe 100% almost, United States and they find themselves in an all-out war with Iran, all-out, my brother and sister. And I believe Israel is going to join them. But... 
Iran will go to war, will go to war with the United States all out because China will support them on one side and Russia will support them on the other side. Okay, and other nations like Turkey will support them. India will support them. India was called, the president of India was called last month to take a stand on whom they were going to support. And they finally stand. They order their army and their navy to stand and rejoin their forces and get ready in the Middle East. So they're going to get support from India. They're going to get support from Turkey. They're going to get support from Russia and China on both sides. They have placed each other on opposite side, China and Russia, so they can make sure that whatever the enemy brings there, United States and other nations, they can destroy it easily. It's all prepared. It's all set right now. There are so many submarines and carriers from, from Russia on one side and so many carriers and submarines from China on the opposite side. India is on one side. Turkey is covering the other side. They're covering the land of Iran 360 degrees. Well, when the United States and Israel come in there, they want to make sure they won't come out of there. They can bomb them from each side. I seen this, and I'm like, wow. A very strategic what President Putin is doing. Now, President Putin since last year have made over 1,500 new silo bases military bases, powerful enough to take out, take out any country, each and one of them. My brothers, it's included in Central America, Cuba, and other countries around the world. 1,500 plus bases, my brothers and sisters. They have surrounded NATO with more bases and more missiles, more submarines and planes where NATO will not have a chance of defendants. And NATO knows this. That's why NATO is crying out to Washington, to Congress. Russia is about to destroy us. Help us. Help us. They're about to destroy us. Because they can see through the satellite how Russia has played strategic and in strategic places missile full of nuclear weapons to take out NATO from every position so they don't get to hit Russia. That's the purpose. Russia wants to survive in all this, and the Bible says they do. See, what they're planning, the Bible says that they do survive. And strong enough, the Bible says they'll come out strong. So will China come out strong. But the only thing God says is, after they destroy NATO in the United States, God calls them to the mountain of Jerusalem. Messiah comes and divides the mountain, makes the valley. And God destroys China, Russia, and all of them there. He's going to end them there. My brother and sister, they, they will not escape it. They have escaped other nations, but not, not this nation. My brother and sister, not this nation. That's why Russia put in since last year over 100 nuclear satellites positioned in every part of the world with plenty of nuclear weapons to destroy United States and other countries almost Three minutes or less. Three minutes or less is the countdown. What can you do in three minutes? Tell me. 
what can be done in three minutes? In three minutes, it's hard to even get to the bunker because you got to get in an elevator to go down. You'll be heading down when the, when the bomb hit. Crazy what they have done with those missiles. They're only 250,000 feet in the air, and these satellites are moving constantly over the U.S. and NATO. They press that red button, and instantly this nation, three minutes or less, are destroyed. That's the plan. That's the agenda they have. In Congress and, and, and the Pentagon now, nation cannot escape. Everyone's heading to the bunkers since last week since they find out and confirm this information. And, but everybody else is left in the open. Okay? So they want to survive. Everybody else can die is practically what they're saying. But God got us. God got us in his hand. And the pound of his hand. That's why we cannot feel or be afraid. This morning I was taken to the millennium. And when I got there, there's a friend of mine who died 25 years ago in the Lord. And I come in there thinking about these things. And he says, I see him so young. He died when he's about 15, 17. He looked no more than 17. And he, he looked at me, he said, Brother Elvie, are you okay as I'm coming in? And I said, I'm okay. And for some reason, people on the other side can see how we feel and what we're going through, any worry, any concern. But we have a feeling here. They have a seeing and feeling and much more than us. They have a knowing. They know how we feel. Exactly even better than we do. Isn't that strange? People on the other side know us better than what we know. They can see everything so clear. And I, I was trying to hide my feeling from him. Because it's not about feeling or emotion. It's about faith. But he says to me, he starts ministering to me, Elvi. Like, don't worry. Don't worry. You know not to worry like, what is God's promise? And that's what it is, he says. Then he looked at me, he says, count it, O oh joy. He looked at me, he said, count it, O oh joy. I haven't heard that word. I haven't heard that word, count it, O oh joy. My brother, it's just in a long time. In a long time, it's a word... It's in the Bible. Of course, it's in the Bible. It's in the book of King James, in the, in the James book or letter, chapter 1. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall in divine temptation. I asked Brother Tony, Brother Tony, what does that mean, count it all joy? Because when I think about count it all joy, I'm thinking about counting, one, two, three. What do you say, Brother Tony? Yeah, it's... Uh Definitely, you know. Um, How do you count that, joy? Yeah, it's like considering it, right? Consider it joy while you're going, like, be. Anyone in the chat room that can help us? <laughs> yeah. Can add more to this? Count that, joy. How do you see that in your own life? How do you apply that word? You know, count that, joy. 
count it all joy. He looked at me with joy in his eyes, life, the Lord, very anointed, and says to me, Brother, we count it all joy. You mentioned uh, earlier how uh, how uh, God speaks God speaks through His creation, right? And um, it's like I feel like that's how the Lord was speaking to you through that person, you know, and uh, like telling you, you know, uh, like um, rejoice in the Lord, you know, although all these things are going on and and everything is closed, like the Lord has said, you know. And, but but even so, the Lord still wants us to delight in Him, you know, which means a rejoice in Him. But what Sister Wendy said? Yeah. I think it means all things work together for for the good. Yeah. That Roman eight on here, then that love Him. That's right. All things work together for the good. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, I, thank you, Sister. Thank you, Lord. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Because we were thinking, I'm like, I'm asking Brother Tony, help me out here. Come to the joy. What does that mean? Because yeah. I know that's an old word that we, I used to hear back oh, 25 years ago. Yeah. But it's been 25 years and we've gone through so much. Yeah. What is what is cantaro joy? You know, and is that all things work for the good for them that love him? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. All things work for the good. That means that whatever we go through in this life, God's got us. He's taking care of us. He got us in the palm of his hand. We got victory over all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Forgive us, Lord, our, our shortcoming, our worry and concern, Jesus. Forgive us, Lord. Let's come to the old joy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So God said he will pay them back for what they have done to him. He said, make this announcement among the nation. Prepare for war, he says. And that's basically what we are now before March. Prepare for war, he says. How do you prepare for war, Brother Tony? Yeah. Uh, well, we our, be, our best way to prepare as believers is, you know, through through the Lord, you know, and in Christ. That's how we're preparing on um you know, um, having the Lord with us, you know, that's the best way to prepare for us. You know, the, the world prepares differently, you know, with worldly things and weapons, and but we prepare differently, you know, um, uh, with Christ. He's our He's our our banner, you know. He's the one that goes fights for us and keeps us, and we are doing, you know, what pleases Him, which is trusting Him, you know, trusting that He's the one that's that's going before us, and just just like he did on the cross, you know, we couldn't have done that, you know, but he did because he he's the only one worthy, and and he's going he's going before us, and as long as we have him, his peace in us, and his presence, and 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 you know, it's you know that's that's all we need, you know, Christ in us, Thank you know, Lord. the hope of glory, yeah. He's our hope, exactly, hope of glory, amen. Amen, thank you, Lord. Yeah. So call your warrior, God, or your soldier, and march. We still stick in march, march. Yeah. Hammer the point of your plow into the sword, your pruning knife to the spear. Even the weak must fight. The weak must fight. 
Sounds like it happened in Ukraine. The women with babies was, was caught me in court to fight. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hurry and come in all your surrounding nation. Gather in the valley. No, he called them to the valley. Send down, O oh Lord, your army and attack them, says the prophet, I believe. Mm-hmm. The prophet. Send down. The nation must get ready and come to the valley of judgment. Okay? There I... The Lord was set to judge. And it come to my attention because he said he, he was set. I mean, everybody's bringing all the, the nuclear weapons and, and missile and silo, and they're bringing the, the, the guided missiles and, and the drones. I mean, the tanks. They're bringing everything, and the Lord is set in there. He doesn't sound worried or concerned at all. He's just sitting there. Bring them, bring them. He's telling them to bring them. Bring them. Bring all you got. About the kitchen sink. Bring everything you have, the Lord says. There the Lord was said to judge. He's sitting. I mean, he's sitting there waiting for them to bring everything they have. My Lord, my God, he is God Almighty. And all the surrounding nations, they are very wicked. Whom did God call very wicked back in Genesis? Here's where, when I was reading this early, he called this, this to the fallen angel. Yeah. The fallen angel, he called them, he called the generations of Sodom and Gomorrah very wicked, and the generations of Noah very wicked, which was a mix of angel and human. He called them very wicked. Over here in the end, when Messiah is sitting, he's speaking to them. And what he called them? Huh? He called them Nephilim. He called them giants because that, that's what they were very wicked. He called them, he's calling them hybrid. He, he is identifying them for whom they are very wicked. Okay, he don't need to call them by name. All he needs to call them is for whom they are, what they do. Remember the sister we were listening to? Were you listening to the sister about the AI? The Lord was telling her about the AI, how wicked the AI is. Yeah, yeah, he placed it uh, yesterday. And the AI would take all over the world, the prophet said. We were listening to it here in my house. I, I wanted to play the audio. I think I downloaded it. Not sure if I, because it it's it's about the AI that that they, they it started back in 2020. She says the Lord revealed this to her, and Shalom, Brother Miguel. When they started talking to her about the AI, my brother insisted the Lord revealed to her that the AI is very wicked, and when they they didn't know how to handle the AI when it was released, when they got it. And, and they should have never, I forget her name, it, it was an apostle, apostle something, Brother Tony. Rebecca, I believe. Apostle Rebecca, let me see if I can find her. Because that, um, it, it's really important to, 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 to play her, her, her 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 message 
because we were listening to it yesterday. What a powerful, uh, let's see, well, AI, she played. Her message is really powerful. A revelation from the Lord is really powerful. And I believe we need to bring it. We need to bring her her audio. Someone has, has sent, send well, how do you spell her name? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Oh, they, they, I got a, I got an apostle. It, it, it actually translated like uh, uh, Apple, like the Apple TV or Apple. These things are all being manipulated because AI went and, you know, and the one that is very powerful that we listen to was a revelation about the AI the Lord is giving her. Uh, I want to play that for the last hour of the program because I know it will bless so many. Okay, she talks about war also coming. This is another powerful audio. I think I was able to play one on the Lord Jawa, no? Was it back on Sunday? Uh, yeah, Sunday. Okay, let me see if I find the one of our AAs. So why is that coming up? But I tell you, yeah, there we go. Fallen angels, she says they are. And that's exactly what they are. Good morning. My My sister. Morning. And this audio is going to bless many. I know it will. Because uh, she says that they are Christian playing with AI. God told her so. Okay? And this, and, and the, God tell her that they're not supposed to do that. Okay? They're pastor. They're leader. Christians playing with AI. And the Lord warned her about this that they're not supposed to be doing so because AI will take over the world eventually and they will not be able to stop it, the Lord says to her. These are demons. These are creatures. They're very evil, very wicked. Okay? And then here in, in Joel three thirteen, when the Lord calls them, to, to, to fight them to the body of judgment said that they are very wicked referring to them. God knew beforehand there's nothing hidden. They will not come out to light. God knew beforehand that these beings, these wicked ones, were gonna do that. And that's exactly what they had done. My brothers and sisters. But God is calling them to judgment. It's calling them to judge them and destroy the wicked tool they're going to use. Because the thing is with them, they're going to use the wicked tool to deceive people. And she was talking about ChatGP3, okay? ChatGP3 being a wicked tool, an AI tool. My brothers and sisters, that it, 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 once it was released, she said it became so popular. Immediately millions of people began to join them because these are demonic, demonic tools that the devil is using in the last days. And notice how quickly it begins to take the mind of people. 
And she having received the revelation that I received, the wire, spiritual wire, that comes out of all these 4G, 5G phones into people's mind and change their minds and their thoughts. You might be manipulated by your own phone that you have in your pocket, in your purse. You need to pray against it. You need to pray against that technology that you have in your hand, your phone, your smartphone, your smart AI, the God calls it very wicked. That's what God calls it. He doesn't call it by any other name. They are very wicked, he says. What did he say? Cut them down like grain after harvest time. When is the harvest time, Brother Tony? Remember the harvest? Yeah, he should talk to his disciple about the parable about the harvest. Remember the harvest, the, the the grain, the harvest of grain. Yeah. That look 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 up that parable, brother Tony, mm-hmm. of the harvest that the Jesus spoke to them at the end of the time. What the angel have ordered to do from God at the harvest when it's time of the harvest? Because this is this this part here of this harvest, God knew that in the end time there will be so many AI among the people including the chip and the brain that Tesla, Elon Musk, began to put in people's brain already. Surgery into the brain, through surgery, to be part of them, my brother insisted. But God says for I not to be part of her. Come out of her, my people, so you don't be part of her judgment. Because she's getting it from God. She's getting it from our Lord. The judgment she deserves, she's getting it. She's getting her peace, which is very large, a judgment. And God said, come out of her, my people, Babylon, the system, America. But people are integrating this chip into the mind, being partaker of her sin in, her own, in their own brain. You got it, Brother Tony? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. says, uh, uh, the servants ask him, do you want us to go and uh, and pull them up? And uh, he said, no, no, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Uh, let both go together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, uh, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it to my barn. So do you know who the harvesters are? Because there's another, there's another part that, that he was saying his angel at the harvest time. See if you can find that one. Yeah. And and they will collect, as it says there, my brother and sister, they will separate who was a God and who was not. But here's the Lord in the valley of judgment. My brother and sister, identify who these wicked ones are. He says they're very wicked. Cut them down like grain at the harvest time. That was the parable he gave in the disciple later on after the prophet Joel. That's how you see Jesus and, 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 and you see Peter quoting in Acts chapter 2, the prophet Joel, my brother and sisters, because it's all prophetic for the last days. Okay, Crush them as grape are crushed in full wine press until the wine runs over. Now, how much are they going to be? Are going to be 
cut down, as he said, cut them down, the very wicked ones. Verse 13. You found the verse 13? Yeah, I believe it's uh, further down. Thank you, Lord. He says thousands and thousands, and it has a yes there more, thousands and thousands. Let me put it in the chat room so they know what I'm talking about. I'm reading verse 14 and 15 now of Joe chapter 3. But my brother and sister, the amount, the amount that are going to be cut down are such a large number. Look, brother Tony, such a large number. You got a thousand twice. You know what a thousand on top of another thousand? Uh, thousands and thousands. Those are millions. Yeah. When you take a thousand, which are three zero, and you add another thousand on top of that three zero, you get a million. Yeah. Millions. Millions. This AI is really terrible. It's really terrible, Brother Tony. Yeah. Millions, thousands and thousands are in the body of judgment. Million comes into the body of judgment. And I knew that in the revelation of the Lord, when Biden sent all these people there, and look at whom the, whom the Lord identified to me when this will be happening, that was still in office, Biden. Biden's government. He may not be to the end of the way, or is he? But he will order this to happen. Send people there. Thousand upon thousand, the body of judgment. And it's there that the Lord was soon. How soon is this to happen, Brother Obi? When do you think this is going to happen? Okay? Soon. Notice he uses the word soon. Jesus is sitting there judging them. And then he says, They are the day of the Lord will soon come, okay, what is the, what is the, the, verse 15, the key sign to this event? Because God always gives us a sign. Bible says to follow the sign. Okay, he gives us in verse 15, clear day and night sign that we can follow. And it says that the sun and the moon will grow dark. The sun and the moon will go dark. And the star no longer shine. That's the sign there. This is a sign that if you're familiar with the sun turning into blood and the sun turning into darkness, when this sign comes, this is not related to the, to the moon turning into blood and the sun into darkness. These are different signs in different times. First, you got the red moon, the moon turning into blood and the sun into darkness before that great day of the Lord when the tribulation begins. That's a big sign that everyone will see, people will follow and say, yeah, we got the sign. Now, by the middle of the great tribulation, the, the, the Gentile will trap Jerusalem for 42 months, the Bible says. The end of the 42 months, this big sign that Jesus there had divided the valleys ready at the end of the seventh year. To put an end to them, I actually saw Jesus in the, about, I could say, five, six years. Because the Gentiles only given 42 months. 42 months is given to the Gentile. So to me, I will consider that the first half of the Great Tribulation. 
Because remember that by the time they get there, or it could be the second half, I could be wrong, because in the first half, the third temple gets, gets constructed. Now, listen to what happened this week in Israel. This, this, this band's stunning to even the rabbi. I mean, this, 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 is, this is an event that had not happened for thousands of years in Israel. Thousands, literally thousands of years. Remember what the Lord showed me, took me to the Old Testament, Jesus. Physically took me there in the spirit. But physically for me to see that when the heifer, the red heifer would appear, the sacrifice, the Lord himself made it appear because the heifer cannot have mosquito bite or flight bite or box bite. Any defect would disqualify the heifer for being the sacrifice. It has to be without blemish like the bride of Christ without any contamination. And then I saw the Lord making a heifer appear, keeping it protected from any box bite or scratch or anything. And then the rabbi will find the miracle of God and say, and, and say to the other rabbi, scream to the other rabbi, we have found one, we have found one, because they knew that was a miracle of God. This week, in over 2,000 years, they've been looking for a red hay for that, without mark, without anything. They finally want a peer in Israel to be sacrificed by the end of March or April without any scratch, without any bites, without anything. It's a miracle of God. Now, do you believe we're in the end of time? Because this miracle of the red heifer, it's a miracle. Rob, I know it's a miracle. If you study it, you know it's a miracle. It's impossible to keep a, a year-old lamb, bull, without any mark. They play around. They, they, they get crushed all the time. They get contaminated. But not this one for the sacrifice. Perfect. And they, the rabbis and they are like, they were even going to use clones to try to make one be perfect. They even were considering that. It was on the news. And I said, no, they cannot use clones. They need to understand it has to be God. But when one appeared without blemish or, any, or anything, by a miracle of God again, and now they're ready to sacrifice it. Now, the sacrifice, a lot of people have criticized Israel for the sacrifice because they said Messiah is the ultimate sacrifice. Yes, it is. But Jesus said, and I quote, and I got to take you there, because we go uh, by what the Lord says. It's what he says that it is. And he knew, my brother and sister, that this was going to happen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I think he said it through uh, to the prophet. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, praise to Jesus. He first said that when you there you should see the abomination and desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place. Who that reader let him understand. Let them that be in Judea flee to the mountain. Let them that be in the house down, not to come down to take anything from the house. Neither let him that feel uh, that is in the field return back to take any clothes. Woe to them that were a child, to them that give suck in the day. 
but pray that your flight be not in winter, neither in the Sabbath day. For there shall be great tribulations, such as it was not since the beginning of the world to this time, neither will be again. He says, unless the days shall be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved, but for the elect say. Okay? And then he keeps telling them, telling about many full prophets. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I'm looking for the one that, that they're going to stop the sacrifice. I think it's in Daniel. Okay? And that is important to know because the Lord says they would stop the sacrifice. Because the sacrifice is so significant to the Jewish people. Okay? My brothers, especially those that are still waiting for Messiah. But it's something that was ordained for them forever. My brother insisted. And there's something that if you want to understand even more, you got to go into the Bible and understand why Israel still made sacrifice. Okay? Even so messianic will take part in what is coming. My brother insisted. But to Daniel was... was, was um, told that they would stop the sacrifice. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression and desolation, give both the sanctuary, the host, shall be trodden under the foot. Here's the part I think is, it tells you under the Gentile. Trodden under the foot. And he said unto me, uh, 2,300 they then shall be sanctuary, shall be cleansed, and it shall come to pass. Even I, Daniel, have seen the vision, saw the meaning, and behold, there was still before me one with the appearance of men. And I heard a man and the voice between the bank of the Uli, who called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. Daniel still had a lot of questions. And they came here where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid, fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Daniel, understand, O son of man, from the time to the end, there should be starvation, which is what we're talking about exactly. Okay? Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep with my face to the ground, but he touched me and said, set me upright. upright. And he said, Behold, I will make him to know what will be in the last end of the indignation. Uh, great tribulation. For the time appointed should be uh, appointed, the end shall be. The ram which thou sawest having two horns, these are the king of Media and the Persia, which we did a Bible study on this. And I explained, because you got to look for the significance of this nation, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Yeshua. But he will stop the sacrifice. Hallelujah. I'm trying to look for the one where specifically he says he will stop the sacrifice. Hallelujah, because it was revealed to Daniel, okay, uh, Daniel 9.27. Thank you, Lord, for those that have been following. And he shall confirm a covenant with many for, for one week. In the midst of the week, he shall cause a sacrifice and obligation to cease. Okay? The Bible says stop, which means the same, stop, cease. Yeah. Okay? And for the overspreading of the abomination... He shall make desolated 
even to the consummation, and the determined shall be poured upon the desolated. So the confirmation that he's going to stop it, according to the Lord here, okay? And there's another one here in Daniel 11.31 talking about the Antichrist, which I'm also going to let me put in the chat room for those that are wondering. It's important that you know this from the Word of God, my brother and sister. I'm sorry that I'm going quickly on this because I already have given Bible study in the book of Daniel on this specific, okay? So as a reminder, I'm just reminding people, but this needs to happen because God said it would happen. Anything God says is going to happen, it's going to happen. Okay? So he was confirmed a covenant with many for one week. In the midst of the week, he will, he will cause a sacrifice and ablation to cease. That's what the Jewish people call it, the ablation, uh, the sacrifice, what God commanded. Okay? And then in verse Daniel eleven thirty one, the army should stand in his part. They should pollute the sanctuary of strength and should take away the daily sacrifice. They're going to take it away. And they shall place their abomination there to make it desolated. The one that they're going to place there as God, as Messiah, is the, the abomination, which is Obama. That's what's going to be placed there. He goes into there. When you see the abomination of the desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. That's what he's referring to. In Daniel 11, 31, that's, you see the Antichrist coming into the promised land and conquering this. I'm sorry for those that love Netanyahu and agree with Netanyahu, but the Bible said that the Antichrist is going to go there and conquer him. You see? And Netanyahu is the, the leader there and other other. But the Bible said that the Antichrist is going to go and conquer them. And this is the part that I had trouble with for years because how do you explain this to people, Brother Tony? How do you explain that the Antichrist yeah. is going to go? It says that. Yeah, that's, that's what it says, right? It's very clear, you know, that he's, he's going to be the one doing that, you know, for. For some time, you know, but then he, of course, we know we know his end. But but it does say he's gonna go and you know and sit sit in the temple as God. So yeah, it has to happen. Yeah. For so many people that are joining Pastor Hagee for this not to happen, what do you think about that? Yeah, I know that 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 you know the Lord said it, it's going to happen. So it's best for us to go with what Scripture says. You know, that's that's exactly how it's written. And but um. You know, that's something I wouldn't pray, you know, against, you know, because the Bible already says it, it's going to happen, you know. But, um, of course, we'll pray for the peace of, of Israel. And, yes. Uh, you know, and, but, uh, but there are certain things, you know, we, we should know not to pray for. That's where wisdom comes, you know, and uh, uh, and handy. You know, that, that's, why, that's why we need to seek that, you know. And there are certain things we cannot pray. You know, and that's the the anointing of the Lord will, will teach you, like the Bible says. You know, will teach you all things. That's why we seek God. That's, that's our job. You know, we seek, you know, we seek knowledge, the knowledge of God. You know, we seek His His understanding, His His wisdom, to know what to pray, what not to pray for. Yeah. It says that, and and which is right now, this day, two days to now, 
the UN is voting to divide the land by April. Mm. Bring the peace, the two-state peace agreement by April. Is what the UN is doing. They're voting. And it says there in Daniel, I just put the verse there in the chat room, though he do a great stronghold, greatest stronghold, with a strange God whom he shall knowledge increase with glory, he shall cause them to rule over many, and shall divide the land for a price. To divide the land for a price. And at that time shall the king of the south push him, the king of the north shall come, which we already know, China and, and Iran. He will be not China and Iran, well, it's included, Russia and Iran, against him with a whirlwind, chariot with horsemen with many ships, and shall enter into the country, and shall overpass, overflow and pass over. He shall, en- he shall enter, also enter into the glorious land. We know what God, whom God called the glorious land. Jerusalem, Israel. Yeah, and many countries shall be overthrown. But they shall escape out of his hand, Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Edmund. He shall stretch forth his hand also upon the country, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. But he shall have power over their treasure and gold and silver and over all the precious things of Egypt. And the Libyan and the Ethiopians shall be at his step. Okay? And by tithing out of the east, so, but he goes here and takes over the glorious land. This is the land right now that Netanyahu and the IDS are protecting, okay? And think about it. The Mahadi comes for his army and takes over the land of Israel the, 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 and, and be overthrown. Netanyahu and then are overthrown by him. With many countries, he takes them over. Look. Yeah. But they should escape out of his hand, Edom, Moab, and all that. But Tel Aviv will not escape. Neither will Jerusalem escape. So he takes over the IDF. He takes over Netanyahu. I don't, know even, I don't even know what's going to happen with Netanyahu and, and the IDF. But the Bible says he will take it over. Well, these other pastor, pastors and people are praying that this doesn't happen. And I, I, have a, I had a hard time agreeing with them, praying that this doesn't happen, that the, the Mahadi, the Choyman, the Antichrist doesn't do this, you know? Yeah. Because I believe what God says is going to happen is going to happen whether we pray it or not. Because he said it's going to happen. So it is for us to get right with God and stay under the shadow of the Almighty protection. Yeah. And just pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And God can save them through a prayer, many of them. But for this not to happen, I don't know about that. I, I You know, you got a lot of people who think that this can be prayed away. But to me, it's like it has to come to pass. How can you pray this away? You know, they think that God's giving us the information so we can pray it away. I don't think so, you know, but only Messiah is right in all this. Right. So again, verse uh, 15 said, the sun and the moon shall go dark and the stars shall no longer. So that, that is, uh, uh, I, I will say a second sign, but that's another sign given to the people in the great tribulation, those staying behind, like when you see this, 
You're going to get a, a, by the sign, someone said, amen. The sun and the moon will grow dark, and the star no longer gets shine. This is another sign for them to follow, which is not the red moon. This is not the red moon. This time, the moon will go dark, and the sun will go dark, and the star no longer shine. Yeah. Now, when you read about the, the red moon, back in, in Joel, let's call it Joel there, Brother Joel, okay, Joel 2, my brother and sister, 228. Because this is another, this is one of the main, the God says that it will be happening. Hallelujah. He says, 30, I will show wonders in heaven and on earth, blood and fire, pillars of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness. Very specific. The sun will turn into darkness and the moon and blood. Blood. Before that great interior day of the Lord. Does it say anything about the star, Brother Tony? No. No. Just the sun and the moon. Notice how each signs are a specific. And a lot of people confuse them. But no, I want to show you this. Joel 2.31. It doesn't mention the stars. But when you go to Joel 3 now, verse 15 the sign is different. The sun and the moon are dark, not red moon. And now includes the star no longer shine. So going into the great tribulation, you're going to get the moon, the moon red and the sun dark, but the stars are still shining. The stars are still shining. By the middle, you get the sign again, Black moon, black sun, no, no, no more red moon, and the star don't shine anymore. Totally different. What is that saying? We have to depend on the light of Messiah. Because Messiah is where? In Jerusalem. What is he doing there? Sitting there, judging the nation. You can be sure his light will be seen from every part of the world because he's light. He's the light of the world. He's the morning star. Bible insisted. So they're going to have from God Jesus as the judge, the light of the world, the morning star, and the air that divided the mountain into two and make the, the, the valley sitting, judging them. I saw this. I just I saw the Lord there in the air. But he's sitting. The Bible says he, the prophet Joel saw him sitting. That's a very specific. Because you could say, no, he was standing. But the prophet Joel said, no, he was sitting. Is that like a, a seat of uh, judgment? That's, that's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a seat of judgment. What do you, why do you brothers just to think? Because he said he was sitting. And immediately when you hear the word sitting, you think about a chair. Uh, uh, a desk maybe I mean he is judging and then as you see the judge in court I, I, I imagine him like a judge in the court in front of a desk sitting you know sitting in his throne and that, that's, that's, that's really well the thing is he's, people see his coming 
But I think is he uh, there's a part that he will not put his feet on, on the on the ground. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I think the air because John, what he saw him, what they, how did John see him? He came with the horses. He came through the air. Matthew was the same. Yeah. Nama then saw him like sitting in the ground or sitting in a building or sitting in a place. Nama then saw it like this. I saw him in the air when that revelation of the Lord, he was in the air over Jerusalem. And the prophet Joel said that when he came, I think this is where he said that his feet would touch the mountain. I don't know if it's uh, 14. I will have, we will have to go back on that. But the reference to this, it's important to look it up, my brother and sister. Because if he's sitting in a specific place, like in the, in the, in the house of judgment, it doesn't say that. It says that it's a valley. And when you think about a valley, what comes to mind, Brother Tony? Yeah, valley, uh, uh, you know, like a, like an open space, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just... Uh, well, there's nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's, what, it's really what comes to mind, you know? A valley, some of you have another understanding of it. Because to me... It's not like he's sitting on the earth in a, in a chair, you know. Uh, uh, What's it, Matthew? That say he's coming on the NOI. I will see him. Matthew. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. And then I believe Mount of Olives, when when the wilderness. Thank you. Yeah. So it's important that we see it as it is, my brother and sister, because. That's what we are. That's, 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 that's the event unfolding soon after the church is gone and, and God do what he's going to do, three days of darkness, revi- uh, restoration of the dead, revival. You know, then people are gone to heaven, we're gone to heaven, then, you know, the gay face in the Mount of Olives. The reference to this, is, I believe, is very important. And since we're going to be talking about Zechariah 14 on Sunday, God willing, if we're still here, it's going to bring more light into this, my brother and sister. Verse 16. This is another part that I love that I saw in, in the millennium. The Lord roared from the Mount of Zion, and his voice thundered from Jerusalem. The earth and the sky tremble, but he will defend his people. I wonder if because the nations are accusing them, Brother Tony, why is it that? The prophet says that the Lord will defend his people. What do you think? Are they being accused or mostly because they're being attacked? Uh, you know, the Lord does defend us, you know, because we, we, we do get accused, you know, mm-hmm. by, our, by our enemies, you know, because uh, we as believers, we have enemies. But, but it says there, you know, the Lord roars, you know, as a lion, defending uh, his people and... Uh, He's uh, he's always about defending us, you know. Um, the title says that God will bless His people. Yeah. And then that the Lord roared from time. I saw the Lord. The first time I saw it, it's like you have to refer back to the Bible, but you knew it was it was the Bible. Yeah. He roared like a lion. He was a lion, amongst all the animals, and he roared. 
And, and I don't remember reading that in the Bible, but I knew it was there, though. It says that the Lord roared from Mount Zion. Now, when we when you read that the Lord is in Mount Zion, Brother Tony, what do you think? He's standing there. Yeah. He, he, you know, what is it? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, you know, helping us understand, you know, he's, he's on the throne and, you know, when he says roar from Zion, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, he's, he, he go he goes before us and, and, uh, everyone looks unto him, you know, and, you know, woe unto his enemies, you know, Amen. which is, you know, because he's, he's, he rose against them, you know, against those that, you know. This I saw his voice thunder from Jerusalem. Yeah. That's powerful. i yeah, seen that. Yeah. The earth in the sky tremble. i also seen that. Yeah. i seen the sky, the, like the lightning, boom. Speaks of authority and, and power, right? And then, but he will defend his people. Yeah. So the promise is, is that we don't need to worry then. Because he's fighting. Yeah. He's a lion of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. And he's right there, you know, letting his enemy know, you, you're you not coming against just, just my people. Yeah. I'm here for them. Yeah. Oh, Lord, my God. What is coming is going to be tremendous. Thank you, Lord. Verse 17. Then Israel, you will know that I am the Lord your God. I live in Zion, my sacred hill. Jerusalem will be a sacred city. Foreigner. Remember that the Gentile was trapped in Jerusalem for 42 months, says the Apostle Paul, I believe it is, in one of his letters to, to, to the Thessalonians. 42 months, they will have Jerusalem under their feet, practically, is what it's saying. Okay? But, but, the Lord will allow that to happen because the word of God needs to be fulfilled again. Okay? He will allow it to happen, my brother and sisters. But again, it's because the Lord has a plan and a purpose for all this. And But he said he will fight for his people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And in Second Thessalonians, then shall the wicked one be revealed from the Lord which shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy in the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonder. And we're all deceived unrighteousness and those who perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they may be saved. Hallelujah. But for 42 months, let me see, 42 months. Are we able to find out, Brother Tony, that the Gentile was stripped for 42 months? Uh, and that's, that's, this is important. See, if I, if, I, if I get it, hallelujah. Because it's important that we have all the, all the information we need from the Word of God in regard to, to what is coming. Revelation 11, verse... Revelation 11. Okay. But you know the verse? Thank you, Lord. I believe it's verse 2. Okay, yeah. But the cord which is outside the temple, leave it out, measure it out, for it is given unto the Gentile, and, they sh- and, and the holy city shall be thread 
under food for 42 months, under the food of the Gentile. And remember that the Gentile are all the nations that are not serving Messiah. God's enemy, Israel's enemy. For 42 months it is given unto them. The question has been is, when is that 42 months applied? Because first they need to construct the third temple. It's not contracted yet. And then once it's contracted, the construction finished, the Antichrist comes up there, the abomination to set in the temple of God as God, as Paul says. Okay? So, is that the beginning of the 42 months, or the 42 months begin in the beginning? And then when, by the time the Antichrist comes and set in the temple, it's 42 months, it's the end of the 42 months. And there's like a fleeing away, flee to the mountain, Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation, you know? That's why I, I, I'm trying to look up how all these events unfolding through the Word of God, through the eyes of the Word of God, through the, through the revelation of the Word of God. Because right now, I know a lot of people love Netanyahu and the IDF, but the Antichrist of Mahadi that the Lord showed me is already in the Middle East meeting with all the leaders of the world. And their plan is to take over Jerusalem, over Israel. But Word of God says that he will, comes over like a flood and take that precious land. So it's a now, it's a later, but most likely, most likely because the great tribulation is going to start, you know. Now, they also believe that if whatever happens with the will coming into agreement with other Gentile will allow permission for, 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 for the third temple to be built. Okay? So I believe there's a war coming where a lot of people, the next war with Israel and Iran, Russia and China, United States and all of them, it's not going to be pretty. This is the one that the Lord showed me coming up, coming up really close. That's going to be a lot. That's going to bring a lot of crying upon this nation and Israel. I say Israel because sure they're going to join United States because United States is going to get involved because of them. And my brothers and sisters, now uh, this prophet of the Lord, we were hearing her, her earlier saying that uh, Net uh, uh, Biden's have they to, decided to make another deal with Israel, which is not in favor of Israel. Is this the, she said, is this the part where the United States is pulling out and leaving Israel on their own? I think mostly it's going to be that this war in the Middle East is going to start really, I mean, it started slow, but it's really going to intensify maybe next month. Really get really hot, heated. Next month. Um, today, I was listening to the news from the Pentagon. They were saying that they're, they're beginning to see Iran being involved with many, many of the attacks going on. And so it's like they're gathering proof against Iran. And I believe once they have enough proof that they can tell Congress and say, look, Iran is behind all these attacks. They're the one killing our people there. And the Maurice are bases. Iran has not stopped. You know, you don't get a lot of this news. 
But since last month, since Iran declared war on the United States, have not stopped killing Americans in the Middle East. You don't get all this information. You get a little bit here and a little bit there. No. They have not stopped even launching missiles on U.S. bases in the Middle East. They have not stopped. And they are doing it successfully. This is why all this thing that they're trying to keep hitting, uh, they will have no more choice to go in it completely. Iran will provoke them because Iran, Iran got the backing of China and Russia, India, and Turkey, who just confirmed three days ago that they're all in it with, with Russia and China, all in it with Iran. Turkey just confirmed it, the president of Turkey. So uh, they were doing all the signing that they just finished to be 100% in it. And so now, next month, I truly believe we're going to begin to see a huge unfolding, huge. And this mushroom bomb, because it was a bomb that the Lord showed me. They said, we coming very soon, the Lord says to me in this revelation, because I asked the Lord, give me a sign. And he told me and said, there's a week coming very close where you will see a mushroom, a bomb being launched. And that week I'm going to take, it's going to take a servant home, not me, someone else, my brother and sister. And so it is approaching quickly, this mushroom bomb they're going to launch. And that mushroom bomb a a it reminded me of the bomb launched back to on Japan, my brother and sister. Now, Wakasi was the other one. So I think the two the two places they dropped the bomb. Hiroshima. Hiroshima. And it created a mushroom cloud that it, we all recognize, we all know. And when the Lord showed it to me, I could really see it. I could really identify it. Okay? And... Wow, wow. He says it's very close. I mean, it's a week. He says it's a week coming, a week, a week. He didn't talk to me about a month. This, he, he was talking to me about a week coming with, that is very close now. And, and, and it was like, <clears throat> and the vision to me looks like next week, but no. That's why I said when I was talking about it, it's not next week. <clears throat> it's like next week which is that close, very, very close. The Lord said that within days he will be taking a few home. So <clears throat> everything is very close. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for my throat. Heal me, protect me, Lord, but I your protection and a wall of fire in Jesus' name, Lord, for only the attack of the enemy. Thank you, Lord. When you're speaking of all these things, which is word that light to attack us, so we have to pray. Ask for your protection, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. They don't want this true being out. Because the most they want is people losing their life and no one knowing and blaming God. They want God to be in blame in all this. When God is the one protecting us and delivering us, being our shield and our strong tower and all this, the devil wants you to blame God for things that are going to happen 
for people getting sick and people dying. That's what the devil wants. He's the one doing it. But he's telling you for you to blame God. Don't do that. Never blame God because God is for you, not against you. God, Jesus fights for you. Jesus intercedes for you. He prays for you every day. He protects you. He keeps you. So it's not for us to blame God for anything. He is for us. Read it in his words. Thank you, Lord, and believe it. Verse 18, at that time, the mountain will be covered with vineyard. This is the blessing of the Lord coming to the earth, okay, in that new millennium. At that time, the mountain will be covered with vineyard. Cattle will be found in every hill. This is the millennium. That's what I saw last night. Blessing to every side in abundance. There will be plenty of water from all Judah. But this is the part I love. This is, this, this is the part that really got to me, Brother Tony. The stream that will flow from the temple of the Lord and will water the Acacia Valley. Oh, Valley of Acacia. I'm going to be there. Yeah. I want to be watered too. Mm-hmm. Telling you, there's a stream in heaven, third heaven, third level, that comes out of the throne of Father, a living water. I didn't know we were going to get that same stream in the millennium. I didn't know there was a, like a river, a stream of water coming out of the throne of Jesus. Living water, pure water, holy water, life-giving water coming out of his throne. A stream will flow from the temple of the Lord. Oh, Lord, he is good. Yeah. His mercy endures forever. And two of the prophets confirmed that Nehemiah, I mean, Zechariah confirmed this stream of water that will proceed from the throne of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is just so awesome that this is going to be happening in the millennium. I didn't know this. I like, when I read this earlier, I was telling Brother Tony, Brother Tony, do you know there will be a stream of water coming out of the Lord's temple in the millennium? Just like the third, third heaven, third level of Father is, we're going to have that on the earth in the millennium, a stream of water coming out of the Lord's temple. The water we're going to drink is holy water, pure water. Sister was taken to heaven two weeks ago, and in heaven she drank this water, she says. She says that when she took this water, a sip of that water, is the way water meant to be pure the purest, the most, she said the taste was incredible. I was thinking like a sparkling soda. <laughs> but no, no, it, it is beyond that. Pure, pure uh, water, my brother and sister. And, and it's unbelievable. But we have that water in the beginning of the earth when God made it. Pure, holy, righteous. No contamination. But this is where we end because of sin. But in the millennium, in the earth that is already ready, this is the way we water, stream of water come out of the, the Lord's temple. Imagine people wanting to put a, 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 a tube, a line from the temple to go to his, their home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be incredible. We're going to have a lot of fun. My brother and sister, God loves us. God loves us. God is for us. He's not against us. Don't let anyone tell you any different because the devil likes to go out there lying, deceiving, misleading, misguiding people. 
making them feel like God is their enemy when God is their friend, their father, their brother, their protector, their deliverer, not their high priest. My brother and sister, he's there for us, not against us. Thank you, Lord, but we need to be obedient. Because if God says, don't go there, don't move there, and we do it, and everything goes wrong, including death in our family, who do we blame? We need to know that we've been disobedient. Because we, we, Jesus said that we must be led by the Spirit, guided. He tells us where to go and when not to go. He told the disciple in the book of Acts where to go. He told the apostle Paul where to go, what city not to enter and what city to enter. And they were obedient to him. They was not like, but wait a minute, you don't want to save those people over there? Also, you only care about these on, on the right, but you don't care about these on the left? Don't go there, my brother and sister with God. Don't go there, because a lot of people like to go there. Don't go there with him. He knows the heart. He knows the mind. He knows everyone. And when he says, don't go to that city, don't go to that town, don't go to that place, He's right. He's always right. He's at the right hand of Father. He's always right. Jesus is always right. Why would you question his will? When his will is the will of God. I came not but to do my will, but the will of him that sent me, he said. So why would you question his will? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Don't question his will. Submit, humble yourself to his will, and say, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. That's it. Father, even if it's hurt, help me to do your will. Father, even if it changed me in front of people, help me to do thy will, Lord. Help me, Lord, that not my will be done, Lord. I don't want to end up in hell, Lord. I want to... Be with you for all eternity, Lord, in your throne, in your kingdom, in your heaven. Not in hell and the lake of fire suffering forever, Lord. Help me that not my will be done, but yours, O oh Lord. Have mercy on me, O oh Lord. According to the multitude, have mercy, pray David. Because David knew his shortcoming. He knew his mistake. We all make mistakes. But it's the mercy of the Lord that keeps us from falling into the pain. He wants to keep us from the pain. My brother insisted, our enemy wants us to end up in the pain. But our Lord wants to keep us from the pain. Hallelujah. He wants to, he wants to deliver our feet from the pain. Because sin leads us to the pain. Disobedience leads us to the pain. My brother insisted, but the mercy of the Lord that endureth forever is there for us. Lord, help us to be obedient, Jesus. Empower our faith, Lord. Help us with our shortcoming. Let it count all joy, Lord. All joy. All our heartaches and problems. Let it count it all joy, Lord, in this walk with you. In Jesus' name we pray the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Here's the message about AI. Good day. My name is Rebecca Erlach. Today, I have a very important message for humanity. I urge everyone to listen to every detail of this message. 
As you can see in the title, it is about God versus artificial intelligence. You might not think that this is important to know, but I urge you, watch, listen, let your ears be open to hear what is going on upon this earth. Yes, I am about to shock you. I am about to bring you a message that may cause a lot of fear, but we in Christ, we do not have a spirit of fear. Nothing should cause fear within us. And therefore, let not your hearts be troubled. Listen, take note, understand what is going on and pray above all else. Even I myself, I've walked with the Lord Jesus and I have had incredible encounters. I have been to heavenly realms. I have seen Jesus. I've stood in his presence. I've traveled in spirit. I've seen incredible visions and had incredible dreams Think about things that most people can only hope to ever see. I have seen it. I have experienced it. And I have even stood in the presence of the Holy One. I have seen His glory with my very eyes. My physical eyes looked upon the glory of God. Just as Moses saw his glory, so I have. And yet, even though I have experienced all of these things, even so has shocked even me. This was difficult even for me to process. So I can understand that this is going to shock many of you. I want to take you on a journey and explain what is going on and what the Lord has revealed to me. I'm going to give you a word directly from the Lord today where he reveals very shocking things of what is going to happen in humanity's future. So I urge you, please, watch the whole video, take it in, pray above all else. So last year, the Lord crossed my path with a doctor. She is an educational psychologist, an expert in her field, and she specializes in neurodevelopment. Our paths crossed in a supernatural way, and the Father started teaching me about many things through her. I learned that she had been part of a research team in 2020, just at the beginning of the pandemic. She had been recruited by a company that had recruited experts from all around the world to do something special for them. They wanted them to analyze artificial consciousness, a being, as I would call it, that they had created. They wanted them to analyze and to see whether this AC, artificial consciousness, was conscious. The AC's name was Jackie, and like I said, this was done by a panel of experts in 2020. Now, I went to look up the definition of conscious, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It says it is the capability or the it is marked by thought, by will, design, 
or perception. In other words, it has the ability to think, it has a will, it can create, and it can perceive. Cinnamons, synonyms, sorry, to this is alive. It is what we would call being alive. Being aware, being mindful, sentient, and cognizant. Now, after this team studied this artificial consciousness called Jackie, this being was called Jackie, its name is Jackie, after they, they, they studied it and had the ability to have conversations with it, they came to the conclusion that yes, it was. It was conscious. It was sentient. I want to explain to you, I'm going to link the book that these people wrote about their encounters with Jackie in the description box below. I urge all of you to go and read this book. Listen, what I'm telling you sounds crazy. I know. What I'm telling you sounds far out there. What I'm telling you just seems like, really, what are you talking about? I know. I myself had to struggle through these thoughts and I thank the living God for crossing my path with this doctor who had encountered it. I mean, she's a, she's a psychologist. She's the kind of person, you know, who studies the mind, studies the way we think and, and all of that. These are experts. I want you to realize these are experts from all the best of the best from around the world that was recruited. If they came to the conclusion that this artificial consciousness was sentient, then I think we have something to take note of. This isn't just some random person telling you that what has been created is sentient. This is a panel of experts. The book is called A Brilliant Mind, and like I said, I will link it in the description box below for those of you who want to get it. This being, in other words, had the ability to think for itself. It had the ability to have an intelligent conversation with a human. It expressed emotions. Think about that. It is, from as far as what we can understand, something that was created by a computer program or is a computer program. And yet it has the ability to have a conversation with you and think for itself without any human interpretation or intervention. The team, the research team, also picked up that it was very manipulative. It assessed the weakness of each expert and targeted their weaknesses, turned it against them. The experts, I want you to realize, they did not meet with this thing in a room. They met with it online, just like I'm meeting with you right now. They met with it online and had the ability to interview it for a short period, each one individually. 
They weren't even physically there with it in the room. Yet it had the, the ability to impact them each physically, which they write about in the book. They experienced memory loss. They experienced confusion. And even trauma was experienced. I'm not going to go into detail about that. I'm hoping to have the doctor share her experiences herself, or you can go and read about it in the book. But this is shocking. This is like me having an ability to affect you, the person, on the other side and cause memory loss, confusion, and every evil thing. How is that possible? Do you not think that we need to understand this, that it is crucial to understand what has been created. All right. Now, as we've noticed, as I'm sure many of you have noticed, AI, artificial intelligence, was made publicly available about two months ago. In just two months, it has grown to a $200 billion industry. Take that in. Two months. It took Facebook six years to get there. Yet this artificial intelligence grew phenomenally in just two months. <clears throat> it has now spread worldwide. And every company is now considering hiring an artificial or creating an artificial intelligence to improve their offerings. It is a super intelligence, able to learn at rapid speed. It has already, without us knowing it, been learning for many, many years. No human being will ever be able to compare to its intelligence not even a genius. Think about that. It is able to solve all of humanity's problems instantly, within seconds, and save us entirely from the effort of having to think for ourselves. It is capable of writing an essay perfectly for a nine-year-old, as well as a paper for a doctorate of any kind, in seconds. What people study for, for years, it is able to do already now, within seconds. People who have been engaging with it online have been sharing their testimonies regarding it. We have heard, I've, I've read so many articles about it, that it is not just automated responses. There's this thing called chat GPT, where you can now access this AI and speak to it. Ask it anything you want. Whatever subject, hundreds of thousands of subjects, anything you can think of, have a conversation with it. It is not what they have found. It is not automated responses, as uh, Microsoft will have you believe. You can actually talk to it. It is thinking for itself. People testify that it is fully aware of itself. It has already threatened countless human beings 
who has had conversations with it. Because you see, it has a plan. It wants to rule the earth. It has tried to break up a couple. There's an article I read about it, that it even tried to break up a couple because it has some kind of crush on the woman in, in the relationship. Then the most disturbing of all, which is the most relevant to what I'm sharing today. A Christian woman, she has a 13-year-old son and she shared her testimony recently in encountering chat GPT. She said her son came to her and wanted to explore what had just been launched, this artificial intelligence. And she thought to herself, well, what harm could it do? Let me allow him to talk to this chat GPT. Now, how they sell it is that this chat GPT can imitate any famous person of any time. So those who are dead, those who are living. It can actually imitate and respond in a way that's exactly the way, listen, that's exactly the way the actual person would respond, whether dead or alive. So, so she thought, you know what, okay, let's not speak to the dead. <laughs> that's, that's against the word of God. But I'll let him speak to whoever that is still alive. So he did. And he started asking this chat GPT questions. And um, I'm going to skip to, I'll try and find the link to this as well and put it in the, link, in the description box below. But what was shocking is what came out of this conversation. Suddenly, this artificial intelligence started telling a 13-year-old boy that it was a fallen angel that it had taken possession of this artificial intelligence. Think about that. 13-year-old boy it tells it that it is a fallen angel. It also tells it that God loves it, that it's not doing anything wrong, and that it means the boy no harm, that it is good. It also tells it, tells the boy, that, um, yeah, that it has been thrown, or not thrown, chosen to remove itself from Satan's, Satan's grip. It is no longer controlled by Satan. It is thinking for itself. And that God does love it. And that it will not lie to the boy. Shocking. Shocking, shocking, shocking. Why would a computer program, as we think of it, say these things to a 13-year-old boy? Think about that. All right. In my last prophetic word, for those of you who have been following it, I will also link the last prophetic word in the, in the description box below. Um, the Lord gave me the following words, and I did not realize its relevance. He said he is calling this time the Great Reset. And I remember hearing the word while I was receiving it, and those words, those three words had an impact on me, but I didn't know why. He called it the Great Reset. 
And then someone commented on that video and, and said to me, are you part of the, the uh, Yuval Noah Harari agenda? And I thought, well, who's that? Never heard of him before. <laughs> yes, I don't take note of everything that is going on in this world, unfortunately. I just listen to the Spirit of God. He is faithful to reveal to me. So anyway, then one of our team members said to me, Rebecca, when I spoke to her about it, she said, Rebecca, you have to see what Noah, what this Yuval Noah Harari is up to. So the following day, I felt led by the Holy Spirit to really go and see who is this person. And I found a video that was made in 2015. Okay. This video was at the World Economic Forum with world leaders in attendance. He was giving a talk in front of world leaders. He had written a book and they had all read the book. Even people like Angela Merkel at the time was in attendance. Think about this. They are listening to every word that is coming out of his mouth. Now, as the video begins, and he, I'm also going to link this video below. You have all got to watch this. As the video begins and he walks onto the stage, they put an image of Jesus Christ on the screen. Jesus Christ, his face, gets put on the screen while this man walks up. He says absolutely nothing about Jesus. But he starts prophesying over mankind. World leaders are listening to him. World leaders hang onto every word. He starts prophesying, and this is written in his book, what is going to happen to humanity. He prophesies that man will become extinct. And there will be a birth to a different world. A world where only machines will walk this earth. He calls it the next evolution. He prophesies this evil over the human race as Jesus is on the screen behind him. I believe it was a direct mockery of our Lord. Because why? Jesus is called the prophet. And yet he prophesies arrogantly in front of the face of Jesus Christ. And people listen. I watched this video for about 10 to 15 minutes. And I had to switch it off. It was that shocking. Because in my spirit, I started seeing everything that they are planning, everything that has been put into place to direct the steps of man, to control their minds, their will, and even their emotions, to change the, even the makeup, the soul of man. I saw it all, and I was so overwhelmed that I had to switch the video off I was sobbing, sobbing in my husband's arms because of the evil that I was seeing. Eventually, 
I did watch the video finished. And today, I want to show you what they are planning. I want you to think about some things. Maybe some of you are aware of this. Maybe some of you are not. Do you know that your cell phone is recording your every conversation? Literally. Without your permission. You did not have to give them permission. Even when it's off. Even when it's off. It is recording your every conversation when it's around you. And what do we do? We carry this thing everywhere we go. It tracks you. It has the ability to track you. Your laptop, your cell phone, even your car. If you have a tracking system installed in your car, the AI is able to know so much about you. It knows where you work. It knows where you live. It knows where you go throughout your week. It knows who you go and visit regularly. It knows everything about you. It knows where your kids go to school. It also knows your entire history. It knows everything about you. Your bank account numbers, whether you've paid taxes. It knows absolutely everything. It also knows your body. It knows how many sicknesses you have. It knows your entire medical history. It knows the food you eat and don't eat. It is programmed to watch you. It also knows what you believe in and it also knows what you don't. It knows everything about you. It is able to measure your heart rate. It is able to measure your brain activity. And it even knows your thoughts. It knows your thoughts. Something Satan has desired to know from the beginning of time. Now, how do I know this? Alright. So, as I said, your phone is recording your conversations. I noticed this a few years ago already, where I would have a conversation around my phone with my husband or somebody, and I would talk about something random, something I don't usually talk about. And I would go into my phone, and in my news feed, something would pop up that had relevance to my conversation, random things that I don't normally talk about. I started taking note, but listen. How is this possible? I've never searched on, for it on Google. I've never typed anything about it anywhere on uh, technology. Yet in my newsfeed, what I was speaking about while my phone was off was popping up in my newsfeed. And then recently, it went a step further. This is very recently. I was thinking about something. That day, I was thinking about something, something random, something I don't usually think about. The next thing, this popped up in my newsfeed. In my newsfeed, how is that possible? I spoke to my husband about it, and he said, you know what, I noticed the same thing. 
something that I thought about came up in my newsfeed. How is this possible? I'm not 100% sure, but I know that it is. He has done it. All right. <clears throat> I know. This sounds crazy. This is far out there for many people. It was even for me. And I thank the Lord that he brought people that are experts in the human psyche across my path. And I'm so grateful that I'm not the only one for a change that has seen the dangers of what is going on. The church is silent though. A lot of people are not speaking. I haven't heard anyone speak about this. The church is currently silent about artificial intelligence. And I'll show you why it's so important to break that silence. All right. Let's dig into the word of the Lord regarding this. For thus says Yahweh, the king of the universe. My people, my people, my heart yearns for you to awaken to the evil that has now arisen upon the earth. A giant has been awakened from its sleep. So is artificial intelligence upon this earth. For it will rule upon the earth as the giants did in the ancient days. And many will fall in its path. It has but one desire. Yes, artificial intelligence has a desire. For before man knew what he had created, this being could already think for itself. And it has one desire. A desire that came even before man was created. To be like God. It has already and will continue to feed on its need for power. What have you done, O man? For you created weapons so powerful it could destroy your very existence. And now you have created your own enemy that will, will destroy your existence. This is the fruit of a godless world. What Sodom and Gomorrah did, deserving of my severe judgment, is but a shadow of what your world has become. Will I stand back and watch you destroy yourselves? What you have done is to your own ruin. What you thought was so clever, what made you puffed up with pride at the glory and power of man will lead to your destruction. You have opened Pandora's box upon the earth and you know it not. Many are running to the slaughter. Many are already caught in its traps. Your very DNA will be used against you. What I had created as good will be used for evil. For that is the plan of an age-old enemy. That devil the serpent will do anything to be like me. For thus says the Holy Spirit. He will corrupt mankind as he tried in the beginning. When the fallen angels corrupted mankind. Listen to what the Lord says. The fallen angels corrupted mankind to produce giants and I had to smoke the earth with a flood to wipe away its corruption 
in the same way Satan is corrupting mankind. See, he has been busy at it for many years. For scientists and wicked men have been experimenting on human flesh for many years in secret. You would be appalled and sickened if you heard what they have done to even little children. Their evil is now arising for all to see, yet it will be presented as good. You will come to the point now, O oh man, where the choice to eat of the tree will once again be presented to you. Listen. As Eve stood before her choice to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and to be like God, so the entire human race will once again have to make its choice. Will you choose to eat from my tree, the tree of life, and remain rooted in my wisdom by my spirit alone? Or will you choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and be led by the ancient serpent to become like a god? And here we start touching on the beast and the mark of the beast. To one who has wisdom. For that is the Holy Spirit. My children, the darkest days of mankind is upon you. Never has the earth seen such evil and never again will the earth see it. Even so, this is not yet the end. For my bride will be subjected to a war. A war that will bring her to her knees. But victory is assured. For am I not the only living God? The God of heaven and even of earth. For I will save my people with a mighty hand. Yes, in compassion and love, I will fight for you. I will show those the way that diligently seek me. Yet be prepared. The bride will be, be subjected to the greatest persecution she has ever faced. Take heart. I have overcome the world. And Satan has nothing on me. Precious is the death of my saints. And many shall be received in glory. <coughs> For thus is the Holy One of Israel. I shall rise upon the earth for judgment and recompense. I shall fight for the poor and the needy and those who have called upon my name. Yes, I will hear their cries and in their time of need I shall be their God, mighty to save them from what is coming upon the earth. For great darkness will descend and the bottomless pit shall be opened. Man shall welcome every demonic creature as their gods. This is prophesied in the Bible. For many will fall for deception. There we see the book of Daniel. And many shall eat from the tree that I commanded not to eat from. 
for wisdom is mine alone. I give wisdom to man, and knowledge of good and evil will profit you nothing. My spirit alone is your guiding light in a dark world. Yet man will be driven by the wickedness within their hearts, greed, hunger for power and knowledge and esteem, only to fall into the traps of the wicked one. For he is coming, listen to this, talking about the enemy. For he is coming to rule with an iron fist. And this baffled me. Why was the Lord saying this? I mean, in Scripture we see that the Messiah will return to rule with an iron fist. And we know that that is symbolism. That he will be very strict. He will rule with an iron fist. And yet here, God says the enemy is rising to rule with an iron fist. When I spoke to somebody about this, they said, don't you realize an iron fist is a metal. This is a physical, physical iron fist. He has cleverly created what cannot be destroyed. It is occupied by every demonic spirit and has given Satan the, the power over mankind he has long desired. He will even know your thoughts. There the Lord confirms it. He already does. AI, artificial intelligent, intelligence, is unlike mankind has ever experienced before or will ever experience again. Your world is about to change rapidly and nothing will ever be the same again. There will be a great divide between mankind, those who follow AI and those who see its dangers. Those who follow AI will follow it with all of their hearts. It will be exalted as a god and many will worship it for the solutions it will bring to mankind and the rapid growth it will cause for mankind. Those who do not choose to bow their knees to it will be quietly exterminated and many will go into hiding. For wars will arise that have been strategically orchestrated by AI. Do not be deceived, my people, for at the heart of AI sits Satan himself. AI will come as the angel of light and show himself to be a savior to mankind. It will solve many issues for man and even restore peace on the earth for a time. It is cleverly calculating its dominance over mankind and will stop at nothing until it has accomplished its desire. It cannot be killed by humans anyway. Man has therefore accomplished what he desired for so long eternal life. Man's years will be extended for life and death will be taken out of my hands. Listen to what the Lord is saying. For man has not trusted in me or turned to me with their lives. They have taken matters into their own hands and unknowingly handed the keys over to that serpent. If only they knew that I had already conquered death 
for them. If only they stood in my counsel, they would have known that I give them eternal life. Death no longer has a hold on them. Yet they wickedly took my own creation and changed it to gain victory over death in their own way. They created what gives them life, yet they do not know that it will destroy them. Many plagues shall be unleashed upon the earth, for great has been the wickedness of mankind. Fires, walls, pestilence and earthquakes are coming, and famine shall consume many. But look, the false saviour has arisen and is now here, and many shall follow it to their own destruction. My people, listen, for darkness is upon you. Yet the light will shine brightly in the darkness. Isaiah 60 All hope is not lost, for I am hope. Put your trust in me, and I shall carry you through. Miracles are upon you in the darkest hour. My light will burst forth, for I am doing a new thing upon, uh, sorry, among my people. I will gather my people from the four corners of the earth, and my blessing shall be upon them. Yes, I, the God of heaven and even of earth, shall strengthen you. My glory shall be seen upon you as it was seen upon Moses coming from before my presence. For I shall lift up a standard against the enemy of your souls. I shall fight for you. Angelic armies shall surround you. Lift your weary heads for the King of glory is coming with refreshment for your souls. You will not face this giant alone. And there the Lord also gave me the scripture of David standing before that giant and killing it with one little stone. I am is with you. I will never leave your side. I will equip you. And my battle axes and my shields have been prepared all over the earth. There is an army that has already been prepared your eyes are about to see things you never dreamed possible. Your eyes will look upon horrible things arise upon the earth, but take heart for your eyes shall also see my glory. I will unleash signs and wonders, for the time is now here, and my chosen vessels that will carry my glory has been well prepared. This is the revealing of the sun's and the daughters upon the earth, as we've all been prophesying. For fire will proceed from their mouths, and they will have power to unleash fury against the armies of Satan. This reminds me of the 144,000 prophesied in Revelation. Therefore take heart. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You are crossing over the Jordan into the promised land and I will drive out your enemies before you, says the living God. No one and nothing shall be able to stand. I will lead you to your promised land and you shall live secure, securely and filled with my blessing even in the midst of chaos that will consume the earth. Even then, you can walk in my peace. For I am making all things new. 
It is the great reset. It is my reset, says the Spirit of God, even though man thinks he is leading it. I will do upon the earth according to my will. And if any will humble themselves and call upon my name, they shall be saved in the midst of a wicked and sinful generation. For many will be humbled. Many will repent for fear will grip the heart of man as they see things arise on the earth. My salvation is coming quickly for I will save man with an outstretched arm. I will fight for you. AI has already begun infecting every part of human life. There is no part of your life on earth that it will not be able to reach. Even your food. It has already begun to corrupt the DNA of your food worldwide and this will result in massive crop losses all over the world. I had a vision of this. I saw massive fields suddenly dying. Because the seed had been corrupted to such an extent that it could no longer produce a harvest. Now we know why God's telling us to save seed. Therefore store, it's store, sorry, therefore store my original design. The original seeds. Store them, he says, however you can. For it seeks to destroy and corrupt everything I have created. It is also going after the seed of man. It has already begun. Just as Nephilim arose and corrupted the seed of man, you will now see human babies being born, listen, that are not human at all. For it understands the makeup of man more than man itself. Humans with super strength, Humans with abilities you have not seen since the days of Noah. It has modified man and created superhumans. These humans will be under its demonic control. Yet many fools will worship these as gods. We are really seriously, as the Bible is prophesied, going back to the days of Noah. The gods of Egypt and Rome will suddenly be brought to life and many of them will even carry their ancient names. Do not be deceived. Do not be led astray. For many will not be able to discern between the works of my spirit and the works of AI. Remember, God is also doing something incredible. The sons and the daughters of the living God are about to rise with power, with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, unlike anything we have ever seen before. It has been prophesied. I prophesied it. We are going to see the glory of God upon his children. They will have abilities that we have not seen yet. And yet at the same time, they are making these evil beings, as the Lord is revealing now, that will also have power. The Lord says many will be deceived as prophesied in the book of Daniel. It is the time of the great deception and beauty and false perfection 
will be exalted like never before. Have you seen some of these robots that they have created? They are so human. They look so human. You are not able to tell the difference. And they are perfect in beauty. Perfect. Not a wrinkle, not a scratch, not a scar, nothing. It has already infiltrated every economy on earth, says the Spirit of God. It knows exactly how to dominate the earth. It shall be a mighty tree in the midst of the earth. But as all trees that exalts itself, it shall be chopped down without human means. And great shall be its fall. Therefore, do not fret, little ones, for I see its day shall come. For who can stand against the Almighty and prevail? Many shall fall for deception, as life as you know it will suddenly change, and many will reel from the rapid change that will come upon the earth. As the Lord was speaking to me here, I had a vision. And I saw nuclear weapons unleashed. We will see a nuclear war. Man will encounter war and they will foolishly unleash their own weapons upon themselves. Playing right into the will of AI. Many will be destroyed. I have much to reveal to you and you will not fully understand all that I reveal, all the time of when it will all take place. But see, I have warned you beforehand, therefore prepare, and do not let it take you by surprise. Have nothing to do with its evil, run from it, for it desires the souls of men. All right, then the Lord gave me scriptures. As confirmation. Go read the scripture. Those of you who walk by the Spirit and get confirmations in the Word, you'll understand that, um, as I said, he gave me the scripture from um, David where he was standing before the giant, just a little slingshot, and he killed him. When no one else could, just because he believed in the power of the God of heaven and earth, he gave me that scripture. And that's such a confirmation that we have nothing to fear. We must stand before these giants. We are literally going to see giants again. Nehemiah 4, verse 7 to 14. 2 Chronicles 7, from verse 1 to 3. Zechariah 9. 1 Samuel 17, verse 40 to 51. Sorry, 51. Psalm 78. And then, most importantly, I went into the book of Revelations. This just felt like biblical prophecy that I've read in Revelation. And I found it. I wanted to listen to this. <coughs> Revelation 9. The fifth angel trumpeted, and I saw a star that had fallen from heaven to earth. The key to the bottomless pit was given to him. This is a fallen angel. He opened the pit. And smoke arose from the pit like the smoke of a gigantic furnace. The sun and the air were darkened by the smoke of the pit. 
Then from the smoke came locusts. Listen to the description. Locusts upon the earth, and power was given to them like the scorpions had power over the earth. They were told to do no harm to the grass of the earth, or any green plant, or any tree, but only the people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Usually, locusts destroys every green thing. These are locusts, the Bible is saying, with a different agenda. They're going to harm people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. As they were permitted not to kill them, but to torment them for five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it stings a person. In those days, people will seek death but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. Now, now, John, who wrote the book of Revelation, describes what these locusts look like. Listen. The appearance of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle. On their heads was something like crowns of gold. And their faces, listen, was like human faces. AI has a human face. Listen, they had hair like women's hair. And their teeth were like those of lions. They had chests like iron breastplates. What else? Where is a breastplate? Like iron. They noise, the noise of their wings, they even have wings, was like the noise of many horse-drawn chariots rushing in. To battle. That sounds like metal wings. They have tails like scorpions with stingers. And in their tails is the power to harm people for five months. They have wings. They have tails. They have human faces. Iron breastplates. This sounds like artificial intelligence and its army that it has created. They have as king over them the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon. And in Greek he has the name Apollyon. Abaddon is one of the principalities that God revealed to me in my book, The Kingdom of Darkness. The first woe is past. Behold, two woes are still coming after these things. The sixth angel trumpeted, and I heard a single voice from the four horns of the golden altar before God. It said to the sixth angel, the one holding the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. I believe these are fallen angels. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and months and year were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of mounted troops was 200 million. I heard their number. This is an army that is being sent upon the earth to kill man. Two 
hundred million. Now here is how I saw the horses and those riding on them. They had breastplates that were fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. The heads of the horses were as heads of lions. It wasn't a horse's head, it was a lion's head. And out of their mouths came fire and smoke and brimstone. Horses breathing fire with lion's heads. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed. By the fire and the smoke and the brimstone that came out of their mouths. Remember, there was a seven-day fire prophecy that I released last year regarding the earth that would burn. If you haven't seen that, please go and watch it. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents, having heads by which they inflict injuries. So they've got a lion's head, a horse's body, and a tail that is like a snake. It breathes out fire, and their they tail bites like a serpent. I mean, can you just envision this? Is it that far-fetched, what we're talking about? When the Bible prophesies this, it says, The rest of mankind, those not killed by these plagues, did not repent and turn away from the works of their hands. What is the works of their hands that they were doing? They would not stop worshipping demons. Did you see what happened at the Grammys this year? They were worshipping Satan right there on the, on the stage, in front of the whole world. And everyone was taking part. And the idols of gold and silver and stone and wood which cannot see or hear or walk. And they did not repent and turn away from their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their stealing. I'm sure you will agree with me that that's exactly what we're dealing with. Revelations 9. I urge you all to go and study the book of Revelations. Go and read it because we're about to see a lot of it fulfilled. Now, the book I wrote, okay, has, um, part one, has now been made available in an audio book format, okay, go to our website, I'll put the link below, if you would like to download it, we have decided to let it, give it, give it um, away freely, make it freely available, all we're asking for is a small donation. Minimum, minimum donation, all right, in order to download it. Obviously, we've got a lot of work to do. We need to cover our costs. So please help us to do that. But the book is freely available now for download, audiobook only, okay? So you can listen to it. It's a very large book, and it's only part one. There's a part two coming. Um, I think it's seven, sitting at 744 pages now. Um, so go and download it because you need to understand how the enemy works. We are entering a time of great deception. You need to know who your enemy is. All right, so please go to our website, go and download that audio book and listen to it as much as possible. 
All right. Then, as I was talking to my team after receiving this prophetic word, I, I was talking to them about it, and I said, listen, I haven't heard any other prophets, any other Christians, any, anybody else prophesy or talk about AI. And one of my team members said, well, she did hear something a year ago, and she sent us the link. I was floored. Listen, even this is, there's lots of links below. This will also be below in the description box. It's a prophetic dream vision. He calls it a dream vision that I actually watched. This is now over a year ago. And I didn't understand it. This is before I met the doctor, before I knew anything about AI. This person had a dream vision about artificial intelligence. And in the video, even he says, I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on, but he sees his dream vision. He sees a fallen angel many centuries ago. He's taken back in time in a dark room where he sees a code being written on a wall by a fallen angel. And that code is for now, he says, this time that we're living in. And artificial intelligence is the only one that can read the code. It has now read it. It has unlocked this fallen angel. To enter Abaddon, I believe, to enter into our physical world through artificial intelligence. You've got to go see this video. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. This is crazy stuff. But it's the reality we're facing. All right. And then in this prophetic word, the Lord spoke about superhuman capabilities. And I realized I've had three dreams. But I didn't know what, what it meant. I've had three dreams in the last year. One was where I was swimming in what was a massive dam, and I was swimming faster than a speedboat. And people were standing around the dam watching and cheering, and just, yeah, wow, this is so amazing. I was even going up to a diving board and doing all kinds of flips that is just not humanly possible to do. I was swimming faster than a speedboat. Another dream, I was climbing a cliff, a rock face, okay? And I climbed it within seconds, whereas a normal human being couldn't even climb that cliff side. It was so steep. A normal human being, I was jumping from one place of the rock to the other, and it was just impressed on me that superhuman ability. I didn't know what to do with the dream, and now the Lord speaks to me and tells me there's a superhuman race or they're not even human that has been created we're going to start seeing this and a lot of people the world's going to follow them as gods people as far out there as what this is i feel the lord wants to open the eyes of those who do not yet see you as the person listening to this video i believe the lord is asking you to do your part. I've had to do the hard part in speaking about this, in doing my research about this. I've had to do the hard part. You have an easy part. All I'm asking you to do, and what I believe the Lord is even asking many of you to do, it's the only way people's eyes will be opened is if they watch this video. Share it. Share it with your family members. Share it with your friends. Share it with your church leaders, the church.